0: yo what's up everyone thank you so much for tuning in to the no prisoners podcast just wanted to give a quick shout out to after five media for putting this whole thing together if you're ever in any need of media services such as photos videos even podcasting check them out they got you covered link is in the description below also check out their adobe stock links and also their love pack links it's a great way to get your business looking nice and professional whether it's your website or your instagram posts they got you covered Also check out our affiliate links for extra wallets i use the wallet myself best wallet i've ever purchased they come in aluminum leather whatever material you can think of they got you and they're so sleek and so damn good looking i don't know what else to say about it check them out link in the description below and last but not least enjoy the show
1: My channel is spider fighters <laughs> Spider
2: Fighters. <laughs> that one, that, I'll laugh at <laughs> that, that one. Dropped.
1: That one was funny. That was, that that was, was, I didn't realize that was gonna hit that so hard. When, you know, when I said it, it came <laughs> off my tongue. I was like, that's ridiculous. Spider Fighters. I was like, I can't believe you got that out. Before we get into this episode, everybody go and hit that subscribe button, hit the like, go over to our TikTok, Instagram, check out all the content we have coming up almost daily on all those accounts so give us a taste share those little uh, little blips with a friend and um also don't forget to hit up uh gilmar here or ariel online dms or after five media uh, they make us look good they can make you look good too i don't look this good in real life <laughs> i'd like to think i'm about a, s- a seven in real life these cameras make me about a 8.7. <laughs> so there's been a couple of times where I've looked in the camera when I'm like on a monitor and I'm like, is that how I really look? Who is that? Man, uh, just my guns look what's this canning? He's can yeah, look at these pythons on this camera. Look at this python.
2: Who is that guy? Dude,
1: look at this bruise I got right here.
2: Damn. Yeah,
1: dude. The fuck are you doing? Look at that. That's a that's a man's hand. <laughs> oh
2: okay, I see. <laughs>
1: on the ground Jeez. when you're squirmy they don't like that <laughs> but um subscribe like follow let's go We've got mitch black coming at you
2: live oh, no. oh God, he's, oh, he's so look. cute
1: All right, you can pet him now he's looking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Gave up.
1: literally gonna have hours of people just getting kissed by rambo pretty soon you're just gonna hear we're gonna at christmas yo valentine's day we're gonna put out a just like just like clips of everybody getting kissed by Rambo because he's a lover boy. He's like Ricky Martin.
0: You're just going to hear <laughs> <laughs> the whole time and then like, yeah, for real. Uh, I don't know if anybody wanted a beverage. Oh, shit. I may have one. This is from uh, my friends of Red Triple Sun.
2: Oh, shit. That looks good. Right?
0: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Mitchell Black. You
2: get. You're
0: yeah. I
1: do look at these shorts. <laughs> so last time we had Mitch Black on the podcast. He was just kind of getting started um on whatever whatever uh you were getting going. And at that time refresh my memory, but I'm pretty sure you had just gotten the wheels greased and ready to go on your first trailer setup and you had the truck, the trailer all the weights inside there, you had the lo- the first logo, we have a new logo now, a new trailer now, pretty sure a new truck now.
0: All the above is correct, yeah. Um, but same Mitch. Yeah, I think... Uh,
1: or new and improved Mitch?
0: Mitch is definitely a little bit of a different guy these days. Um, and yeah, I think the old trailer, we had just gotten it wrapped we had the old logo still, um, and it was pretty much, I think, just getting, like, fully up and running, yeah. And now we do have a second trailer.
1: Tell us about the new trailer, because I took Dude. a peek at it the other day. I've seen pictures and videos, of, like, you always seem to, like, be traveling everywhere with models and things like this, which is <laughs> awesome. <laughs> no, but that's, that's, that's a future <laughs> thing. Blackout babes. <laughs> yeah, the black oh, blackout babes. Blackout know, seriously, babes. man. <laughs>
0: I, I, like, picture it in my head, like, the Monster Energy Girls, but blackout. <laughs>
1: I got you tightened here, so you shouldn't group uh, cool. anymore. I think we're good. We don't want you to hurt your neck.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to up a keep it. You higher. should
1: you should be okay. Gilmar can just turn you up if you need to get turned up. How am I doing?
0: You're doing pretty it's good. good. Sound yeah, pretty you sound pretty good there? Yeah. You're good. All right, close enough? Yeah, you're good. Should I lick the mic? <laughs> <laughs> should my tongue be grazing it every sentence? I like mean we clean it we clean it anyway, so yeah. Yeah,
2: Whatever. Yeah, sure. <laughs> know, yeah. sanitation. And real sanitation depth. hashtag. Yeah. yeah. Sanitation.
0: Uh, so yeah, new trailer, man. It's pretty sick. Um I saw you guys at the beer fest, but I don't I don't did I see you at the block party? What's the block party? There was a block party Sunday. My my Yeah, group I, saw you, I saw
1: you. That's where I saw the trailer.
0: Okay. All right. All right. I saw you. you. Out I was there with so, so helter skelter. I was like all over the place. I don't even I Yeah, don't I even just invited everybody. myself
1: in. I just walked up. I said, What's up, Mitch? And then I walked into you. I was like, I'm going to look inside this beast. And <laughs> I took a step inside the trailer, which dual axle. Mm-hmm. How tall is it?
0: Um, It's, I believe it's sitting around nine feet. Two inches? I, I forget. I did measure. Feels right. Feels right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the thing on the inside is insane. I came out and I immediately wanted to know how much it was. It was, which I don't know if we will share it on this podcast or mm-hmm. not. But he she shared it with me, and it made sense to me completely because when you go inside, it has like these roll up garage doors on the sides, which is cool because then these kind of like articulating arms come out, and you have a full squat rack bench rack set up on either side of the trailer and then the back has some features too right
0: yep there's a fold out squat or i'm sorry no fold out pull-up bar in the back yeah um and there's like attachment strips you know it's multi-level you can have it at whatever level you want it as far as the pull-up bar
1: but the trailer's custom built like they built your trailer specifically for you right
0: so they're made by a company called uh beaver fit okay damn strong the, the um,
1: inside framing on this trailer is not your average landscaping trailer. Correct.
0: Yeah, so they, they do that. This is what they do. They also make uh they recently underwent they, they got bought out by somebody else. It's a military company. They make
1: like fire truck trailers and stuff like that.
0: Um I don't know about the fire truck. I Haven't seen that, but a lot of these trailers that they do, there's different size options, there's different equipment packages you can do. Um this is what they do though, and they make storage containers. Look so like at that shipping, shipping container one up there. Oh, you guys are looking at it right now.
1: Yeah. On the right. Oh, they're Look sick. Look at yeah. that.
0: Oh my god. Dude, they're they're intense. Um
1: it's a shooting, it's a shooting like wall. Yeah.
0: You know, Marcia like all the yeah. slots and like the thing. That's crazy. You guys need <laughs> one of those in the back. Yeah, my,
1: <laughs> yeah. Shout out to my brother. Probably gonna be ordering one of these. <laughs> <laughs> I'd
0: like to know how much those are. Oh
1: my god. I would take a guess that like a, a setup like that would pff, at probably a hundred grand. 70. Yeah, I
0: wouldn't doubt it. But they also make these awesome hitches. You can insert, you know, just in the back of your truck. Yeah. I think I saw a picture of one, and it's just like a, a squat rack and a pull-up bar. That's pretty much what really you same. have
1: right here, right? They pretty much just put their their. Yeah, that looks the same right there. Yep. It's probably there's your like three tra- different size options. It's th- your trailer. They, they, brand they probably it for you. just put their.
0: I think that's uh, yeah, that looks like the Nomad. Damn. Game changer, sexy, right? So let with my logo, though. (laughs) (laughs) I won't disagree. Do you
1: do you still utilize like the other trailer?
0: Yeah, so um, we've had the new trailer about two, maybe three weeks. Okay, and um, I just onboarded our third trainer, uh, and the plan is to get that other trailer up and rolling because right now it hasn't been being used since I've had the new one, and so. We just transitioned to a commercial insurance policy. We'll, we'll be adding uh, probably all three of the trainers on there, and the plan is to have them running boot camps on different days of the week, uh, a couple hours in the mornings, a so couple you have hours in. So two nights.
1: trailers, two locations at a time.
0: Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, Ideally, I, exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Good for you, man. That's the plan. That was one year. Holy
1: one, shit, dude! One year, man. Yeah. Oh, that trailer's on. no joke.
0: I didn't get to introduce myself to the. Uh, I had this whole spiel.
1: Oh my god, don't don't come uh, you know scripted was, again. You was, came script you were the only person to ever come scripted to a podcast. I don't know. You if came I was in scripted. ready you came in ready.
0: I was ready, yeah. <laughs> I was ready, but um I didn't really like plan too much. But but uh, I was just listening to I think the last podcast you guys put on. with, uh, with Sunny or was Sonny that the one before on that? Episode I saw 100. one on the fourteenth and then there was your last one which was just posted on Friday
1: episode it's 101, 101 yeah. probably
0: and i gotta say man a lot of the stuff you were talking about was pretty sweet you know you were saying like how i connected so much you were talking about how um you know a lot of the times as a business owner you feel like a fraud and it just you made like a lot of good points
1: yeah people ask me i got asked this over the weekend kind of like uh by a friend that i hadn't seen in you know two years probably and he, he's he listens to the podcast and I, I, wanted his honest feedback and he was, you know, definitely going to give it to me. And he was asking me, like, he's like, when you get into those like zones, like what, like, what is going through your head? I'm like, honestly, I'm talking to Gilmar. Like, I'm not really even really like thinking about anything. Like Usually Gilmar and I are just having like kind of like a conversation and I'm just like sharing some stuff with him and we're recording it. So like, whereas like you're here, like Gilmar's not on camera, but Gilmar is like a part of this you're here. So like we're talking and then like, the podcast is kind of just like is happening around us kind of a thing.
0: Yeah, so I was admiring your sense of humor as well. And I was <laughs> thinking like uh, how, it, you know, it just comes so naturally to you and you just spit out this absolute utter nonsense all the time. <laughs> yeah. And and I I, I feel like you know me as you know average Joe Schmo who's not on. I mean, I'm on camera to an extent, but not talking, not definitely not podcast style. And so f- for people like us who it's kind of more rare, it's like it feels like a little bit more of a performance, and it takes a little bit to lighten up. Sometimes you just feel like, well, everybody's yeah. looking at me, but, th- but nobody's that. here but us. Yeah, I it's know. so stupid. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I try to
1: explain to people. Like, <laughs> it's really if if you get down to it we don't like if you look at the the history of our show like we've had some pretty silly people on our show um that I'm friends with or like we we know and people sometimes don't get you know not everybody that listens like enjoys those episodes and those episodes hit with like a different group which likes the funny ridiculous episodes and then some other people will resonate more with, like, your episode where they're like, hey, you know, Mitch just started a business. Like, I want to start a business. Like, this is the struggle he's going through. So, like, they, like, a little bit more serious but still funny. So, it's kind of weird to see how how that all plays out. But I definitely try to, like, emphasize with people that the goal is to sit down with somebody that I enjoy. Like, like I would want to, like, be like, hey, let's go hang out and grab, like, a pizza and, like, chat.
0: And we're doing that on Tuesday.
1: Yeah, we're also doing that on Tuesday with barbecue. Mm-hmm. And is like, that like, me a first and first you probably. We've done th- like three, wh- or three, three or four of them. I want to say three. Now, the goal in the beginning was to do more of those events. Um, but then, kind of like, Corona kind of happened. And last year was, we just never got any. We only got one shadow event out. Mm. But the goal is really just to connect with people and just sit down. Like, it's not, especially with strangers, like people that, like, Gilmar or, I or like my wife or somebody's on the internet just like, Did you see this guy? And he lives kind of close to you guys. You should hit him up. And we'll do that. We'll hit up complete strangers and just kind of be like, you know, here's your here's your invite. We want to talk to you. Come on this show. But it's really just I'm getting to know him and we have
0: cameras in the room. I think it's really cool and it's like a also like a really good way to network because who doesn't want to oh. be on a podcast? Who doesn't, you know? And, and oh, you'd be surprised. Be like, There's no, a lot of people up? that are like, no thanks. Just because I, I just uncomfortable. Uh, It's either,
1: it's a multitude of things. Usually it's me. I think usually it's just like the way, like a lot of times, like what you're talking about, it's just like my sense of humor. It's just like, that's just how I talk. And some people find it really funny and some people do not. Yeah. So... Whereas, like, I, I can be sitting in a room and say something and be completely just, like, why do you guys think this is funny right now? Like, there's been times where we've been in meetings where I'm, like, you need, you need to stop fucking laughing. Like, I know, like, now looking back on what I just said, like, I could understand why you think that's funny. But I'm dead fucking serious <laughs> right now. It's just kind of, like, I, like, I guess I just kind of, it's a lot of a now. Like, the way I, I compare things to stuff Tends to be funny to people.
0: Yeah, like earlier. Immediately,
1: we were, like when I like when something happens, like the first thing that pops into my head is usually ridiculous comparison, and I'll let that out into the world. Sometimes.
0: Going to ask you about the size of the sauna at the Knack. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: that's a perfect example. Okay. Like, I think I thought about it for like ten seconds. I was like, well, like, like how do you describe how big a sauna is? I was like, well, it's like four Russians. It's like four poor lane Russians down. It's like four Russians laying down big. <laughs> that was and that's what I said. I mean, like I didn't like stumble over anything. I was like, it's like f- four Russians laying down. <laughs> yeah. Like he, he, him, but he immediately knew. He immediately knew what like, what he he probably if he went to the sauna at the knack, he'd be like, yep, this is about four Russians.
0: <laughs> He's right, right. So when I when I first started my business, you know, with COVID and everything going on, and I feel like I was definitely really uptight especially because I didn't know what to expect from people you know so even training outside I was I was wearing a mask wearing a mask you know uh, inside of course and then but you don't just- give
1: yourself enough credit though you were already behind a bar training people like you Mitch black at that time was already eons ahead of the average human being you do not see people getting like people look at bartenders and they're like I could never talk to people like that.
0: Did I ever tell you about... I probably didn't. uh, I got called a bar wench. Uh Bar wench? There was this lady at the bar, and I was serving her drinks. And, you know, I was was cracking jokes, and we were just shooting the shit. And... um, you know, she mentions her daughter and how beautiful she is and how she's so successful and, and about to graduate from college. Can you pull up the definition of bar wench for me? Because I'm <laughs> not you. quite clear on this. Pull up images. <laughs> 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 and, and so I'm, she's, you know, we're shooting she I felt comfortable. <laughs> it's,
1: like the, it's like a bar maiden.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then I'm like, you know, she's telling me all about her daughter. And I was like, I felt very comfortable to be like, hey, well, so set us up. And then she just gets this look on her face and she's like, you, a bar wench with my daughter? And oh. I was I was so offended.
1: Why? Because she thought you were like a peasant class because you yeah, were serving Yeah, well drinks. at that
0: time you know, I was already a personal trainer at the NAC and I was bartending a few other places and making moves. So it was right, probably right before COVID too. So I was pretty confident in myself and then to be called a bar wench. I was,
1: Dude, yeah. that ha- that happened to me. I had that same kind of ego blow. Or not even really blow. It's only a blow if you have an ego that can get affected kind of a deal. Mm-hmm. But that would happen to me when I was working at La Sala. Because I'd already hustled multiple businesses like i was starting the construction thing i was graduating from temple with an economics degree like i had i had what i thought was a lot going so to come in and like you're serving tables and like every every now and then somebody talks to you and they're ju- you're just like you want to be like listen motherfucker like you don't even you don't even know the toothpaste in the in the container like you, why are you talking down to me? Mm-hmm. Like, I have a college degree.
2: <laughs> I'm starting a business.
1: Well, it's kind of nice <laughs> to hold that me, in your bitch. Back pocket. But you, you know, know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, it, at the end of the day, I don't think I ever did that. Um, I think I would remember that. Um, but it, it was always in the back of my mind where you're just like, dude, why are you talking? Like, so I definitely... When I go out to eat... Um,
0: I don't think I knew you worked at La Stella.
1: I go out of my way to, you know, take care of servers, I'd like to think.
0: You can always tell... Someone that's never worked in the service industry, right? They're really easy to pick out. Mm-hmm. Usually, yeah. I'm not gonna name any names. I thought about going in more depth there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he trailed off. He was just like,
1: "Oh man, it was it was was it a murder scene." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Because
1: <Bad. laughs> you've worked all the spots in this area, so you probably know like all the locals and all the all the people.
0: Dude, I've been getting these calls from Flower Town like all day. I answered earlier and said, please stop calling me. And they're still calling. I don't, I'm tempted to answer it right now. Should we see who it is? <laughs> see I mean, go ahead. Bro. Hello?
1: Yeah, I think they hung out. It's
0: the same shit all day. I don't know, dude. Um, you owe anybody money? <sighs> Tons of people. <laughs> not from Flower Town, though. No, I'm just kidding. Um, thankfully, not in too much debt with this whole endeavor. Uh
1: yeah, so you got the trailer set up, you started business, you were bartending and then take us back to
0: I still think my favorite part of last episode was where you said, yeah, you were kind of just like sitting in the corner, cleaning your gun, waiting for the right opportunity. I never forgot that man it like it, it motivates me every time I listen to it and hear it. <laughs> to think of it like that cool. I think it was so cool I think it was <laughs> awesome It's like the best thing you said In that whole episode Yeah I'll have to go back and listen Yeah I don't remember you saying that <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> dude, there's like hours of you Saying shit on the internet <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah dude don't Yeah um, I think my hot take For everybody that listens To like all this stuff I say Is that they're The ultimate The ultimate thing is that Like if I guess if I can put it together I kind of believe Everybody else can to a certain degree. I'm learning that like certain people have capacities that, you know, limit them and beliefs that limit them and different things that limit them. But like I've seen I've seen some pretty amazing, you know, come ups from people that had every obstacle stacked against them. And there's tons of those opportunities all over the internet. So I'm hardly one of those. So if I can figure it out and those people can figure it out. Anybody else listening and enjoying this episode can also figure it out. So I guess that's just, that's what it is. That's the reason to like sh- continue sharing this is I, I, I learn a lot and get a lot of value from the people we meet and bring on the podcasts, uh, both on the shows as well as outside of the shows. And sharing that with people listening or sharing that with like our Instagram audience or YouTube audience or anything. It's just kind of like a give of you know, a give back, yeah, anyway. like and it. as like it grows, it, it kind of gives back more because now we're we're helping out um, Alpha Bravo Canine.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you guys
0: know Alpha Bravo, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we so
1: my wife's doing a lot of stuff for them um, at, with Gilmar, and so we're you know we're just trying to like leverage what we have to do more community in real. So world.
0: Alpha Bravo, they're. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that they basically pay for you to be a foster parent for a dog and that dog is then, you know, in your home for, you know, what, a year. They pay for the food and whatnot. You just have to commit to going to trainings a week and it's then it like gets sent to a, the a veteran weeks. once it's all trained up.
1: Yeah, it's um I think it's one a year and a half to two years, depending upon the dog. Yeah. Um they pre select the veteran for the dog and then they train the dog. Ultimate tasks set for that said individual depending upon like if it's you know ptsd related anxiety related or like a like a disability you know what have you um there's a lot of money needed for that um but I think the the largest thing that they need is um people to actually raise the dogs tons yeah. of there's always money there's always money not everybody has time
0: well it's a commitment um it really is I always used to say you know. Oh, like, you know, having having a dog is a great way to prepare yourself for having a kid. Mm. And so me and my uh, my ex-girlfriend, we split up probably three months ago. And so I'm now living with a a friend and she has she has two dogs and she'll she'll, she went away last weekend. And uh, she was like, you know, are you going to be okay to watch the dogs? And I was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And the one is one year old. And uh, anyway, long story short, she chewed. Apart the entire windowsill on three different windows, she chewed apart part <laughs> of the bed, and That's I came to the realization that I, at this point in my life, I am not ready for any type of commitment. I can't even have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a bad dad. <laughs>
1: You're a dad in training. Yeah, you I gotta get, level up. You gotta test. get a, maybe get a cat first. Yeah. Uh, Cats are pretty hard to kill.
0: I'll get a torrential.
1: <laughs>
2: what the fuck? Yeah, they are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, why do you say we that just so confident. <laughs>
1: why do I say cats are so. Well, dude, we just watched a video of a cat like falling off a bleacher in the football game or whatever. Oh, and they, and it's cats survived. are tough as shit, dude. They are tough Everybody as shit. Everybody that tries to kill a cat, like, there's always a survivor. Yeah, always. And, like, Meow, and somebody like my wife's like, oh my God, there's a <laughs> cat in here. We're going to save and bring him home.
0: Yeah, they just know how to survive, bro.
1: They're, cats are survivors. They are.
0: Yeah. yeah, tarantulas, dude. So my huh. ex and me, we bought like six or seven tarantulas Completely. together. But whoa, whoa, the
1: your ex girlfriend and you bought six or seven tarantulas at one time?
0: No, like I bought her one for her birthday, one for Christmas, and they always come buy one get one, of course, of like lesser value. Why well, can you fight them? No, no. Wow. A tarantula. <laughs> no, 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 no. But uh, wait a minute, can, I did not know like about months. this. They can go like eight months or or more. Like we didn't see the one for the entire summer. It just like burrows in a hole and you don't see it. And then it comes up and it's time to eat. And you feed it a cricket, which costs like 19 cents. Why do we not have an office tarantula? You really need to. I'll help you pick it out. Well, I mean, like, you're eight months. Like, how how
1: often are these things dying that you're buying so many? How long was this relationship that you had uh, six? Two and
0: a half half years.
1: So you had six tarantulas over two and a half years? had one.
0: And then I had bought her probably, like, I think we had like seven there at the end. Jesus. Only one ever died, and that, that was, it was like a condition. So it was like some kind of bacteria in the crickets. Damn. That's what you get for buying 19 century. Yeah, spi-
2: <laughs> yeah, there's
1: some spiked crickets. There's yeah. probably, yeah, dude.
2: Can't cut corners on my crickets. But uh, no, they live they
0: forever. Some of these things live for like 30 years. Um, you know, there's like arboreal, and then there's terrestrial. Some of them live on the ground. Some of them live in the trees. Some of them have crazy colors. You know, some are are, are more venomous than others. One of the ones we bought, Posilo thera Metallica. Beautiful spider. That's why we bought it. I bought it for her for, I think, her birthday. It was blue and yellow. Look it up. Post-Celothera metallica. Everyone's going to see how I attempt to spell this. Good luck. Anyway, as he looks that up, we named it Edgar for Edgar Allan Poe. That's one of my favorite books. And unfortunately, that's the one that died. But it was also the most venomous tarantula out there. It's considered medically significant if you get bitten. Jesus. So pretty.
1: Why would it bite you, though?
0: They're on the more aggressive side. They're an old-world tarantula. What does that mean? It means that the old world are just...
1: Old world tarantula, meaning it was like here before humans. They're right? racist. They're oh, th- that's some dude, racist Arachnid, dude. I don't know, but they're they're. It's from an like, aranid arachnid, <laughs> it,
0: it's dude. arachnid. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I can't, I can't, dude. I couldn't do it. You were asking
1: me to go in on that with <laughs> yeah. you, but okay. it's only gonna get it's only gonna get worse.
0: Uh, anyway, you said they're fucking, (laughs) (laughs) they're fucking, it's venomous as shit. Yeah, they're, I think, the the most venomous. Yeah, where
1: do I get this? Yeah,
0: how can you buy those? Uh, where do we get, Fear Not Tarantulas is where we got most of ours. Dot com? Fear Not Tarantulas dot com. They ship them online? They ship them, yeah.
1: So you just get this to your house? Yeah. Like the Amazon guy? Well,
0: generally, I believe they get shipped to, like, a FedEx or something, and you gotta go pick it up in, like, a two-hour time slot, or they can't vouch for the, the animal being alive. (laughs) <laughs> especially if you order it in the middle of winter you gotta get like a heat pack and clothes and all kinds of crazy crap let's see this how
1: much costs in here
0: I think the post sale they're like I'm not gonna say endangered but they're they're on the more expensive side
1: they're endangered right. in Bucks County
0: <laughs> well, yeah apparently cause it makes a lot of killing spree with and them shit. oh yeah
2: dwarf species What's will sell with this
0: What's up with some old world the old world, they're 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 crazier, man. They're quick, they're aggressive. The new world's where it's at. They're they're cuddly, they're soft and fuzzy, they're cute. Are jumping spiders in that category? No, they're oh, totally they're like, on their own mm. spectrum, but they're pretty cool. We've only ever caught those in the wild, though. Spiderlings.
2: Yeah, my my. Girl. I got a
1: whole bunch of ideas here. If anybody, <laughs> if anybody
2: yo. Wheels are turning. Yeah, dude.
1: There's a few people I have a problem with right now. Like oh come on! Spiders out, dude. He's a hundred dollars an over freebie, dude. You know I me, mean? dude. I could literally buy five spiders, end up with twenty five spiders. <laughs> dude, everybody's gonna. <laughs> In theory, spider. yeah.
0: And there's some that are. Uh, what do they call? They call it communal. So, uh, most spiders cannot live together. When you're mating them, like, they, you leave them together for a very short time. do you, time, you have, to, of, have you had, like, we've a mating never made scenario made it, no, here? No, 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 But there are some that are communal, Postylothera being one, and then there's we got another more one. one. I forget what it's called, Fury or something. Anyway, you could, like, dude, you could get, like, a giant tank and have, like, ten of them living in there. And that would be so cool. That'd be sinister room. as shit, dude. That'd be like
1: some yes. villain yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I want a fish tank with ten spiders.
2: <laughs> God damn. dude.
1: We'll drop and we'll drop one of these like, well, it'll be like Russian team fight, and we'll drop one of those old world guys in with like ten of the new world guys, and like see if they can level up.
0: See who survives. I bet the old world dun, will take dun. it.
1: Take all ten. I
0: don't know. Depends which ones. Start on that GOC. We could
1: we could have a whole YouTube channel called. Spider Battles. Yeah,
0: for real. <laughs> I don't think that would go over well with Fear Not Tarantulas. They would stop selling to oh, us. Oh, God
2: damn it.
1: Yeah. Well, fuck it. My channel my channel is Spider Fighters. <laughs> <laughs>
0: spider
2: <laughs> Fighters. That one,
0: that,
1: I'll <laughs> laugh at that, that one. That one was funny. That was, that I, was, was, so I didn't realize that was going to hit was so hard. But, know, when I said it, it <laughs> came off my tongue. I was like, that's ridiculous. Spider Fighters. I was like, I can't believe you got that out. Oh, my God. Yeah, so Spider Fighters. Like... <laughs>
2: Every time you see it, it's yeah. Stupid. So we'll
1: like the page will blow up so quick that we'll we'll, we'll have the, like the financial resources to mate our own spiders. We'll be fine,
0: <laughs> dude. If
1: you we'll bring the, we'll bring in the experts. We'll put this fucking if, website out of business. If you do yeah. make them,
0: um, you can sell them for like you know, we depending need, on which one's need, 50 we, bucks a pop, and they have like a million little babies. Jeez. In theory, you can It'd make like, your like, eyes good lit up. So you can make yeah, like a, good we could be in a new
1: these. business here, right? Here, we could be in. So think about it. They have, like, a 1,000 babies, and you're selling them 50 bucks a pop. Dude, always
0: fucking That's spiders what I'm all day, I don't know how many exactly uh, they uh, have, uh, but uh. you're going to make some money.
1: The, is the market there for them? I mean, we'll create the market with spider fighters. <laughs> we'll get a whole bunch of kids buying
0: spiders. And then we'll sell, like, trading you know, carts. sired by, you know, <laughs> <Sired> <laughs> the by OG post therapy. Yeah, dude, it'll be like, it'll be like, and a, we're selling that for 75 It'll bucks be like the
1: weed store. we be like, this is OG Cush Manila. <laughs> <you know>, uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: this this spider has traces of, of old <laughs> like, world <laughs> of old world and new world. This is young blood spider. Young blood spider. <laughs> Jesus Christ! We had Mitch Black on the show, and in a matter of minutes, we're talking about arachnids.
2: Yeah, how do we do that? They're
0: pretty cool, man. That's cool.
1: So you're obviously not set up for parenting any animals above the arachnid level. Yeah, I need
0: something <laughs> easily maintainable right now.
1: Yeah. So what's uh I saw you at the beer the beer fest in Newtown on uh what was that, Saturday?
0: Yeah, it was the day after my birthday, so I was um
1: You were heavily I branded. was on
0: one. I was, <laughs> I was, I was handing out I was handing out business cards, promoting the block party. He was dressed in all pink. Yeah, yeah. Pink shorts, pink hat, pink B. O. T. hat. Uh it was a full tie dye outfit. Tie dye shorts, black tie dye shirt. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah.
1: He was coming to win. It one. was
0: extra on purpose.
2: Hmm stand
0: out and then uh, so the block party let's talk about that real quick the block party on Sunday
1: yeah which you forgot you saw me at okay yeah
0: no I remember now I remember you, uh, I, came you in to, there. I remember telling you to pop in also my buddy Josh stopped by like I saw a lot of people um and it was it was nice and busy which is a good outcome so my group next gen rotary organized it mm. it's a uh, I'm a founding member it's a brand new group um, all young business uh, you know owners or just local business professionals Um, For the most part, you know younger and it's a community service focus group So our first project we did like a homeless shelter thing and then this the block party was our child We you know me and a bunch of others there played a major role in organizing it, you know uh, securing the sponsors and um, It was a lot of work, but the finished product and then you know seeing blackout training as it was You know I got to be right on the end at the intersection we had a bunch of people come out and compete at some different uh, fitness competitions and we raised a bunch of not a bunch but like 300 extra dollars on top of everything else we did. Um and it was an awesome turnout. It was such a cool experience to be a part of. Um the next morning I was I was driving to my my client's house at 5:30 a.m. and Sunday. On Monday, the on day mon- after.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, cuz the after. event was on Sunday. Yes, that's sir. Right.
2: Yeah.
0: And uh I, I teared up a little bit, dude. I was like you know, I, this is such a cool experience for one to be a part of and recognize in the community and get all that exposure, but also to be a huge contributing factor in the organization of it, you know, and I was sitting at like dinner after the event with uh, a bunch of the, the group um, and I just sat there and, and and I just had this weird feeling of like, not to get like Emotional You can cry dude, people have Not cried on you. you can cry But like I had this weird we feeling Of like belonging dude It was it was awesome It was yeah. really cool You're and a part of something The next day I teared up Like thinking how grateful I was For my trainers to show up um, Scott and Lauren They played a huge part And uh, my life coach came Made an appearance And hung out And, and my friend Pat uh, Jacoby From my other business group Business BBG um and just so many other people came out shot content for me and just participated helped at the table scott's wife and his son were there and just to have all that support and everything it was it was it was a beautiful thing man it was
1: yeah you're definitely building i'm really happy to you i i felt really good about what you were doing when you started and you kind of like struck out on your own in the midst of like the whole corona unknown um A few people, like a lot of people last year, did choose, like a lot of people chose to start businesses last year, and like not all of them are still here. I know a handful that aren't still here. So it was cool to see you come into your project with all the energy you did. You you had like the right approach to it. You were very serious. Like it wasn't something you were throwing together. Like you had a, a from the beginning. Anybody that knows anything, you had a vision. Like it was very clear. And it was just gonna kind of get dialed in. So when I saw you get your new trailer, I was like, the vision's getting dialed in. So it was it was you it was cool. We were supposed to record last week and we couldn't for a variety of reasons. And then we, you know, had this, we met up over the weekend, and then we got the opportunity to come in after all of that. And I'm glad we got to come in like after me getting a chance to actually see your trailer in person. Um, because it kind of gave me a different perspective on to how how far you could actually take the trailer setup, because i'm not going to discount you in any way but like for a long time i was like mitch is only going to be able to take this trailer thing so far and then it's going to kind of plateau in a different a couple different ways and i don't see how that like advances and you definitely proved me wrong like you have like the trailer's insane and the, that's the fact that you went out and got like in a trailer together like that that obviously took planning you, had to, you know that shows a lot of foresight on your part and now you also have two other people working with you like that's only in a you know a year's time so i definitely think you should you know cheers to that let's get some let's get some more more whiskey <laughs> yeah cheers to that <laughs> cheers, cheers to, to that. Mitch black <laughs> <laughs> it's impressive it's it's cool to, it's it makes me feel good to see to see you in just a little bit. That's good. It's uh, it's good to see. It. it like makes me feel good to see you like have a vision and then you know pursue it and not take no for an answer and you know make fat people skinny. <laughs>
2: Hopefully. Yeah, man. Hopefully um, in the process, yeah. you know. But you do. You make yeah, people. Your your, your business it,
1: yeah. makes people feel good. Right. You're a part of the community. You're. You know, everybody sees your trail. Like, you're, you're driving up and down the bypass all the time. Like, everybody knows your logo now. Like, it's only a matter of time before you just become, like, a very prominent part of, like, the Bucks County community, I think. And, like, you have a good vibe about you. So, it's like, it's always very, when we see you out, my wife's always like, there's Mitch. And it's always like, there's Mitch. Just happy, like, just happy as can be, like, ready to just, like, I just say try hi. to keep it real, man. I'm yeah. not
0: always happy, dude. Uh, there's been times, so I started working with uh, a life coach, Um, simply because she could help me with like practices and, um, just different things to help me kind of deal with the stress and the pressure better. And I'm not always happy. You know, sometimes you may, um, you know, you got to put on that, that face for the client, but when it comes to like people in my personal life, it's nice to be able to like open up and just chill and be myself. You know, I try to keep it real as much as I can. And that's something I've been learning to do throughout the process since our last time meeting is like opening up and telling people, they're like, oh yeah, it looks like you're doing awesome, and in my head I'm like, fucking like I I am stressed to the max. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I feel like a fraud, you know, all this, that, and the third, and you know it's it's a huge learning curve, and it's been it's been awesome. But um, um, but like, I I forget
1: what I said when I was talking about the fraud stuff. But if I had to like tap into that feeling again, I probably said something like, if you're not like if you don't feel like a fraud in that regard, oh shit. <laughs> if you don't feel like a fraud, you're not really pushing hard enough on the boundaries of what you're capable of doing. Because if you're, you know, like that first time, you mean, you're just swimming like the four foot deep water, and you're like short and little kid, you can like kind of t- bounce on your toes and get your head above water. So you're like, I'm good. Here comes let now. And you're like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because everybody's <laughs> done that for the most part. Like everybody that swam in a pool has been like too close to that like part where it slopes down and it gets deeper. And then you, like, start toying with that edge a little bit. Like, it's uncomfortable. You're, like, right on the edge of the pool, though. Like, there is stability there if you look for it. It's just kind of like, you like y- y- you know, people believe in you. You're benefiting people. And ultimately, like, if you're doing that, like, if good things are coming from what you're doing, then, you know, like, what can there like, what really can you worry
2: about?
0: Yeah, no, no, that's what you said in the last episode. You said, you know, if you know you may feel like a fraud sometimes but that's only because you're always pushing the limits of what you can do
2: yeah that's and basically that's, just, exactly
0: that's how me speaking it. honestly and i couldn't have connected more with that man it's it's awesome. I'm,
1: yeah i'm glad i could you know hold your hand or something like romantic <laughs> so <laughs> it's true cuz it's like it sucks dude it sucks B- business um i wish business would like and this is going to seem maybe psychopathic but i wish I wish people knew, like actually knew that weren't in business for themselves, how hard or miserable things can get sometimes, like actually could understand that. Cause then they would like, everybody looks at business owners as kind of like, Oh, owns okay, a business. Like when I was a younger kid, I'd always be like that guy owns a business. Like he's got it figured out. Like, you know, you'd always look up to those people. So it kind of like, it sucks most of the time. Until it like hopefully you reach the point where it doesn't suck at all. And like that's for very few amount of people. You know, you can go your whole life and not reach that level. So like when you're you're in the trenches and like people see you out and they see you and you're like a little short with people. I mean, like I have my other issues that I like deal with, but like there are times where I'm short with people just because I just don't have the patience because of work related shit. And that I know that happens to a lot of entrepreneurs as well as other people probably that don't aren't entrepreneurs or business owners or whatever. I digress. But anyway if people actually knew how miserable it was to like have that stress, like I think there'd be less people casually signing up to be business owners. Like when you set up your whole thing, I was like, not a casual business owner. Cause you see it all the time. You're like, Oh, I got this idea, you know, you know, I was thinking about doing like, and do you know any good patent lawyers? And it's like the same, <laughs> the same person asks you for a referral for a patent lawyer, like eight different times and you're not even in a fucking business that does anything with patents so many people it's like it's a like, come on just do like just enjoy stop coming over here and just ask burdening me with these questions that i know you're not going to capitalize on at all mm. like don't ask me for help if i know you're not going to do anything with it i started saying like i don't know how long ago but eventually in my life when people are like oh yo, yeah, we should hang out or we should meet up colin's really good about this where he's just like no Like, people are always like, oh, let me pick your ear. Like, oh, I got this idea to run by. you. just like, fuck no. No. Pay me. Like, and that sounds rude to people. But, like, my whole week is spent, like, worrying about, like, the well-being of everybody at this company. So then, like, when I get that, like, moment where I'm just, like, unattached to, like, the business mentally. And somebody wants to be like, oh, let's sit down and, you know, hash out this stressful situation. I'm like, you going to pay me? Because I'm not going to, like give you my free time. That's like supposed to be f- like, I work all this t- other time, which I very much enjoy. Like, I'm not going to paint it. Like I don't, but like you work all that other time to have like that other little bit of time. And if you just like ruin that little bit of time all the time, it's just like, at the end of the day, you're just like, what is this all for? So I
0: like could not relate more to that.
1: That's like kind of like where you're at right now is you're probably like worried. Cause like you don't have enough like history in business. Things are going well. But it's like still like very unknown, which it's gonna feel this way. It's probably gonna feel that way for a while. <laughs> I'm not gonna make it feel any better, but you're probably gonna feel that way for <laughs> hey, a while. I'm a lot
0: better off than I was a year ago. You know, a year ago, you say, "Oh, this isn't a casual business owner." I still don't know what the heck I got myself into. Yeah, I had no idea. Um, yeah. how many employees do you have?
1: Uh we've fluctuate. Um, I think right now we have
0: ten. Okay, so. It's easier for me to see things from a client's point of view, right? We just had to undergo this uncomfortable—we've um, undergone a few rate changes since we began. And uh, now I just began the process of catching everybody up. Mm. And I feel very confident in the value that I provide. So though it may have been a little bit uncomfortable, I had no doubts in my mind that I provide the value to raise those rates and then to remind my client how much they mean to me and how much I appreciate their business since— our early days.
1: It's, it's, it's uncomfortable talking to other people about money. Sure. And it takes a really long time and a lot of intention to get good at that. There are very few people I know that are good about talking like in those stressful situations where like somebody, like, you know, we got to raise rates or like got asked for more money or something didn't go right. And like in our business, that's like all the time. Not, necessarily a good thing all the time like sometimes you come into problems where you know a sub has to be like hey you know we got to charge more money and you got to be like well you made a bunch of mistakes like that wasn't our fault like why are we burdening that cost or like sometimes like they something comes up that nobody saw and you got to be like fair about it where you're like uh i can't like make this like nobody saw this coming so that's a lot more dynamic for you 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 probably are
0: really comfortable with that at this point
1: I'm pretty good. Depending on the situation. I detach from money pretty well at this point, yeah. But I do know what it's like to kind of be like, well, last season we plowed your driveway for this much, but we're doubling prices because we have so much demand that I only want to do half the driveways that we have. So, like, we're just going to double the prices and see who stays around. And then you get people that call you and they're pissed. Or like you know, there's different things like that. But like right. you have to raise your you, like you you over the last year have shown immense value. You've done group workouts, these you know weekend you know combined workouts where you do you know you'll you'll affiliate with like a local restaurant or something like that, which I'm sure doesn't net you an incredible amount of money for the amount of work that goes into that. But those those investment days that you're doing, those are the days that are like. Putting Mitch Black in the new trailer.
0: That exactly. Could, yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent.
1: So like my wife went to a couple of those events and she's like, "Damn, like Mitch is like is dialing it in. Like it's the he can't be doing great on these days, but these are definitely huge exposure days."
0: Yeah, and you know that was my mindset going in, and it, it worked well. It was awesome. And unfortunately, when the um when it got nice out again after the winter. My availability was so limited; I wasn't able to pursue that, and it was kind of like a pet project, you know. It was so but much fun. But that was
1: smart, though. You had you had the time, and then you made the investment. And then you but went. I almost
0: missed those days when I had more time on my hands to be creative. But that's where the other trainers and the new trailer comes into play now. Mm-hmm. I want to get that back on the road. Yeah. So keep your eyes peeled. Blackout tra- or Blackout Training is bringing the weekend more warrior back. So maybe. what?
1: What are? Let's talk about those other two trainers then.
0: So we just onboarded our actually our fourth, but unfortunately one of our trainers. Um. Um, she had to go back to school in person. It was supposed to be virtual. virtual. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so we're on board in our fourth, but it'll be our third active trainer, Bella. She came out and competed in the competitions the other day. She won the chin up contest for the girls. Um, and so there's three of them. They're all incredible. Uh, Scott's been with me the longest. He, um, he's a kettlebell and steel mace specialist. Okay. And And does he
1: (coughs) do that full? He full, he trains. No, he's a business owner. What does he What does he do full time? His
0: family owns jewelry stores. It's called They're called uh, uh, We're gonna have to edit this so that this <laughs> <one> <laughs> just Just look at the camera. And on, just not here. we go. Ready? Ready? <laughs> yeah. it's, called, it's called Marvin and Scott Jewelers. <laughs> there's one in Yardley. Uh, there's one um, in and uh, I forget what the other one is actually. But Scott Mann's the other one. So okay, cool. He does that. And then um, Lauren is some a- bling bling then. Yeah, no, they yeah they 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 uh, sold some jewelry to me for great prices. Gave me a little discount. They're, they're awesome. They're incredible. Um, great selection over there. They they gave um, some some minor jewelry and and uh, booklets with some of their you know their items in there to one of uh, our projects we did around Christmas time. The black basket we gifted like all of our clients um, baskets with like over twenty different businesses items and donations and gift cards in there. As like a, you know, a thank you and to kind of create like a, a dream team. And then, you know, that, that was always All fun for me. Off, yeah. Yeah. No, we just gave them to them. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, we just gave Damn.
1: them to them. Yeah. So yeah. you got Scott, Bella.
0: And then there's Lauren. She's a teacher in a uh, high school softball and um, field hockey coach. Okay. They're both incredible people.
1: So they, they everybody works like part-time currently?
0: Yes, which is why I need more trainers. I want like a full-time trainer. Okay. And Bella's got decent uh, availability. We'll see how that goes. Um, she's just getting onboarded. And, um, yeah, so.
1: So do these individuals currently, because you only have, like, the one trailer, they come out and support you when you're at a training event? Or do they go and do stuff separately from you? How's that all working? You no, know,
0: so up until recently, um, I've been the only one with a trailer. You know, I had three trainers at one point. Then I was just Scott and Lauren again. Now it's back to three. But they, I just give them all the equipment they may need. Um, they both drive Jeep. Actually, all three of my trainers right now drive Jeeps. Okay. We should get, like, sponsored or something. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, like, the Jeep logo on the side of my trainer. You should start a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm perfectly fine sitting on yours, man. Yeah, you uh, just call me. <laughs> get your fix in. Yeah. yeah um, uh, so they, they have all the equipment, and they just... You know, show up to the clients out. They have plenty for, you know, small groups. Okay. Um, And that's how it's been running thus far. Another another mission of mine, I need to get out there. You know, for the most part, we train indoors with our clients. You know, the the videos and the content we create, because it's awesome and it's usually larger group, is all, like, outside. But people are always like, oh, well, what do you do in the winter? But we, we train with most of our clients inside. A large majority of people already have a home gym. They just need someone to come out and whoop them, right? You know, they you need give someone them a little motivation. Give them that. Direction. Yeah.
1: and Put the program together. And the
0: trailers and the whole thing that we do—that's what gets us the exposure. Exposure.
1: That's okay, dude. I mess up. I speak my own language half the time. It's fine.
0: That's what it sounded like earlier when you—I don't even know what you were saying.
1: It's fine. I just go in on it and hope people understand. Mm-hmm. Well, oops. <laughs> so that's um. Yeah, I guess people don't necessarily think because you sp- you invested so much energy in the the mobility of your your, um, equipment that I guess it, you know, in this area, it does make a lot of sense that people would probably have some sort of setup in their home Sure, that you can kind of tap into. Mm-hmm. So I guess when somebody calls you out of the blue, like say I call you out of the blue, how do you handle me as a new client? Like, do you automatically take me on? Do you let me know the rates? Do you send me to your website to fill out a form? And then you kind of like, uh, we're not a good fit for you. Is that where you're at right now?
0: so where i'm at right now is um i I do handle all the client facing stuff uh for the most part i mean which you should yeah yeah and basically i just feed clients to my trainers i don't know if any of them brought any on yet but i do i am implementing some like incentive programs for them too okay um but yeah you know you give me a call or you are referred or you 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 uh submit the contact form on the website and then i I give you a call and i'm like hey my name is mitch i'm with blackout training um and then i'm like you know you know, they ask any questions they may have, and my availability from the beginning. I remember, like last year, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna take any more clients on. Well, I did, and I overextended myself, and um, and so basically, you know, I really don't have any availability. So for the most part, I just figure out which trainer will be best for that client, you know, okay. availability-wise, and what and what their goals are, um, and then I'll recommend a trainer according to that. You know, find out what their basic goals are, and then feed that to the trainer who will then show up, give them their complimentary fitness assessment and find out uh, in more detail what exactly um, they're up to. And both of my trainers, I I can't stress enough how grateful I am for them, how good they are at what they do. And the biggest learning curve of all has been learning to manage, you know, and try to create a team and using all of the assets that I have, a.k.a. my trainers, and enlisting their their creative capabilities, getting advice from them. And uh, blackout training wouldn't be the success it is without them.
1: Yeah, no, of course, because they, you know, provided you – with probably the support you needed, um. and they put up with my
0: bullshit, <laughs> and they've been with me since the beginning before I even knew what the hell I was doing.
1: Do you see any of the like the part-time trainers becoming full-time trainers, or yeah. is that kind of like it's like just people are kind of fulfilling their passions?
0: It's like, like, like a it's like a passion project for them, you know. Um, and they have their their other stuff going on. In a perfect world, I would be able to talk them out of, you know doing what they're doing, but it's I don't think yeah I don't know I don't think that's really. A possibility right now and as we raise our rates too I can pay them more which is my goal you know I want to take good care of them keep them around um and be competitive and better you know than other local local gyms and whatnot and um so th- my goal is to get you know some some more full-time trainers who really really want to do it and just have them run like I was at the beginning just have them running like you know 30 hours a week all week long mm. 30 to 40 whatever 50
1: that's awesome. So, like, the, I guess in the next, if we, if we don't see you for a year, we'll expect to hear about a full-time trainer next time we meet.
0: Yeah, hopefully, man. And then we'll get a... um.
1: Is that what other kind of, like, things are you working on in terms of, like, you know, year, two-year, you know, five-year things? Like, what, you made a huge investment in this trailer, so obviously you have some type of direction that you're heading in.
0: Yeah, so... I really want to push my boot camps. I want to get large groups. I want to create like a community. I want to be the go-to, you know, and create a new uh, era of of boot camps of group classes that that are primarily outside. Um,
1: Look, who's that guy who does step aerobics? The uh, the guy with the crazy hair. What
0: they are? Oh fuck, I forgot his name. You could be You're like not talking about Richard Simmons. Right? Yeah, he yeah, could Richard be like Newtown's Richard Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta get an Afro. Come on, ladies, <laughs> uh, step with me. Yeah, uh, dude, I thought about uh, getting like a Zumba certification because I think that would be kick ass at the park, dude. Some some dude, some jacked dude with a cool trailer and fifty ladies outside like I running actually, Zumba.
1: I actually know this lady named Myrna. Do
0: you know Myrna? I feel like I know. A she's Myrna. a
1: she's a Zumba instructor. You could definitely make... Dude, her squad is deep. She's got a Zumba-like...
0: Is she trained out of a gym?
1: I think she just... Is she local?
0: Goes a bunch of different places. Does she just, she just go by Myrna, or is there like a last name?
1: Uh, I'm not going to... Sh- she's in law enforcement, so I'm not going to share her last okay. name on the podcast. All right, all right. Sure. <laughs> um, But Myrna... Everybody that knows Myrna knows Myrna. And if you don't, <laughs> we can put you in contact with Zumba Myrna. <laughs> mm.
0: <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> but <laughs> problem is, but she's
1: definitely not coming on any podcasts anytime soon.
0: No. Problem is, is that all the good, good trainers, you know, they, they got it going on and you have to find someone that hasn't already started their own brand, you know, and get them excited for yours and take care of them. And I'm learning to create that, you know, that, that team. Um, But
1: even if you like, for someone like, say you did something with like, you know, Myrna, um, you could do like one of these like boot camps where like, you know, we do like the Zumba thing or you do this or, you know, you guys kind of share bootcamp resources in the hopes that you kind of take on those people you work it out a bunch of different ways yeah there's a
0: million collaborations i've i've worked with you know i have thought about doing um
1: but we're staying mobile
0: so next i i think i'm gonna get a van a van a van like a free candy van no, like a Mercedes Sprinter van. Okay, and that way any old Joe schmo can can drive it. They can hop in and drive. You don't have to have a, a vehicle capable of towing a trailer. You don't the have trailer to have is complicated. It can it can complicate things. It has more. It's daunting. There's a lot of benefits. You know, you can do larger groups. You can have way more equipment.
1: Detach it.
0: You can detach it, and you can do trailer pulls. We talked about trailer deadlifts in our last podcast. Did we? We did a little bit. But Are um, you,
2: can
1: you deadlift the new one? Oh no.
0: <laughs> I think
1: That's a scary, slip <laughs> it's
2: heavy. It's heavy. You're out, man. Yeah.
1: Dude, I would like to see I don't know. I think obviously I'm jujitsu biased um in all things, but it'd be cool to see you kind of team up with a not a lot of jujitsu facilities have fitness attached to it. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So it would be kind of cool to
0: see you Ma- all martial arts, really. There might be a couple weights in the back, but all
1: other martial arts are just <laughs> whatever. It, no, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> I'm just there's gyms, I'm just there's gyms that like mix them together. There's like yeah, jiu jitsu, yeah, yeah, like taekwondo, MMA gyms, traditional. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my so gym right there. You could kind of like talking about like karate.
2: Yeah, karate.
0: Karate. Yeah, dude. like that. Nothing against karate. <laughs> <laughs> it's karate. <laughs> karate.
2: That's right
1: you you could do something with them cuz they you know there is different gyms that actually compete probably you would you would kind of show up there during the day work the camp come back out like leave like i would definitely see i could probably think of a handful of gyms that could benefit from in a structure such as yours i think your business is probably going to be blundered by all the other things that are affecting all other businesses and i think that's going to be short shortage of help so yeah. i think just keep leaning on the part-timers as long as you can maybe get uh i don't know be flexible continue to be flexible with like the people you kind of hire and hope that you know
0: yeah i'm just trying to be open-minded get as many people you know because if
1: you have four part-timers that's like one full-timer i know but then or figure out what that number is like just like because they might enjoy it they like they get their little buzz out of sharing with like just build the energy and just like worry about you know getting the needs filled and not so much. like I'll take work what I can. Of, I'm not stressing yeah.
0: about that right now. I do believe it'll kind of grow organically. And as I get better as a manager and better at developing a team and like, I, I have faith that it'll, it'll work out. But it
1: fine. also, you also have to like let it catch up with you too. Cause you're doing a great job with your branding, your image. People know you younger. People know you from when you were bartending and doing that. Um, like you're established in the community. So you, you're serving like the older clients a little bit. But you need employees, right? So, like, you probably just need a couple, like, a year or two for, like, some younger people underneath you in generation or age. Just, like, come up being, like, wow. Like, watch. Like, they're at Penn State for four years watching your videos while they're there. Being, like, damn. Like, I want to I do that. That's
2: and really then they come point.
1: back. And then, like, you know what I'm saying? Because it yeah. took me a long time to build up. Well, first, like, the first thing I had to do was get serious about myself. Straight up once I realized I was like, I'm completely ruining everything I'm doing all the time with my <laughs> own behavior, that was like a huge turning point for myself where I was like, I just need to live my, live my life in such a way that nobody can literally say a single fucking thing to me. It's like, just what are you going to say to me? It's like, I, I wake up earlier than you. I work harder than you. I work smarter than you, or at least I try. Like I try and make friends with everybody. I try and build the community. Like I'm, positive when I need to be negative when like I'm trying to do all the right things all the time to a point so that eventually I can attract someone to like either partner in business with, you know, John, or, you know, I want to get somebody like we want to start a media company or we want to, you know, start doing full-time stuff. Like I need to attract someone to like help us do that. You know, Gilmar believed in, you know, what we were doing and we believed in Gilmar. So like you have to live your life in such a way though that warrants somebody else living their life that way, in a way. Like, people, some people don't, some people are just, like, you know, they clock in, clock out, and they don't put much thought into it. Consciously, at least. But, like, everybody internally knows, like, eh, I don't really want to do that. It's not really worth my time, right? And more and more, especially with, like, the millennial generation, like, people more and more want to feel what they're doing is important. And I think that, like, as you continue to, like, demonstrate like continuously like you have to the entire world like that you, you know you're doing it and you're serious and like you're hold, upholding that standard more and more people are going to buy into that and it'll be easier for you to find employees i think well said it's true cuz like you have you have a lot of good things going for you
0: yeah you know and the, the longer i've been in business the more I, be, I i believe in my craft and i believe in the uh, I just see, you know, the effort I put in and constantly checking to make sure I'm providing the best value and I'm not slacking on any of my clients. And the the more confident you are in what you do, the the more you can be confident in what your mission is and what your whole, you know, aim, your whole goal, your your core values are. And then you can share that with your team and therefore share it with your clients. And then, yeah. Do the damn thing. What you said. Yeah, what you said. (laughs) Ditto. Yeah, Uh. That's all I had to say is ditto. I just wasted 15 (laughs) seconds. All I had to say is ditto. Yeah, that would have been funny as shit. Ditto. 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 (laughs) Mike Drop gets up and leaves. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) left his whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome, man.
1: I know you got to get out of here. My my watch died, so I don't know what time it is. I'm useless to the world. No, actually,
0: no, no. Well, I mean, I... I can be done whenever you guys want to be done. I um so the block party we were supposed to we meet every third Tuesday which would have been today. Then I found out that we were supposed to have a celebratory barbecue as for, you know for um he get into the whiskey. <laughs> no,
1: nah, he just he just took a drink. Rambo, we're talking about Rambo just took a drink. <laughs> And decided mid drink he was also going to lay down.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and um, he was choking on it a little bit. So, uh,
0: we were supposed to have a celebratory barbecue last night, which we uh, rescheduled so that everyone could make it. So, tonight, all I may have is a, a hot date.
1: Oh, you have a hot date tonight? Oh, cool. Possibly. With, not with any spiders. All right, uh, we have to cut this too. We have to cut
0: this too.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's his name?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: leave it in <laughs> Richard. Uh. Yo, yeah, his name is Richard. His name is Richard.
2: Who's Richard?
1: So you, yeah, dude. We had a. Every time I think of the name of Richard, we had a teacher in um, junior high, and it was for this ridiculous class. I don't even know what their goal was to teach us, but it was called integrated arts. Interesting. I'm not sure. It was a kind of like a home ec like, like credit. And I was seventh or eighth grade, and the dude was dude's name was Dick Weiner, mm. Richard Wiener. Love that. And he didn't. I don't. I don't think he even addressed it with the class once. <laughs> but I had a teacher um, in high school who was Mrs. Finkboner, oh, and that man. woman addressed it. Addressed it, it. She addressed it aggressively right off the bat, in your face, day one.
0: I like that method. We <laughs> hey, come in the room, it.
1: sit down. My name is Fink Boner. We can laugh about it right now and never again. Boner. Ha. And we were just like, I'm, I need to digest this. I'm going to laugh about this in like 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give me 15 minutes, I was lady. Just like, damn. We didn't have a positive relationship. No? Nah. Not Fink nah. Boner. She, that class, she had it, out, had it out for anybody that wasn't okay with building this stupid like vision binder. It was a history class, like so. You don't need to be doing shit like that. It's like you need to be worried about like slavery, civil war, World War Two. Don't do it again. Yeah. You know, well, at that time it wasn't nine eleven. So. Uh huh. Yeah, damn. Hold actually, know that was, but that did actually happen. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. i want to go
0: back to. The, let's was, go back, manch. What was Dick Wiener? <laughs> what was his name? Richard Wiener. R- Dick Wiener. Dick Wiener. <laughs> Dick Wiener. <laughs> Hold on. Where did you go to middle school?
1: That was Holland Junior High. I, I the year was probably, if anybody wants to call me a liar, they can get fucked and go to the yearbook. <laughs> and get I graduated I graduated sixth grade in like 2000. September 11th happened when I was in like seventh or eighth grade. I was in like shop class, Holland Junior High. Dick Wiener was around the corner in his classroom. He didn't actually have walls on his classroom. They just put up like <laughs> those rolling things, Yeah, put, obviously. Some, put some chairs in his room. They were like, you're integra- were- integrated arts. <laughs> That open period all you kids had, we just filled it. Fucking idiots.
0: Is that a dick wiener out in the open? (laughs) Yeah, he was a dick wiener out in the open. Yeah, dude, he was...
1: was yeah, dude, I think it was like <laughs> 10 a.m., 10 a.m., dude, yeah. blue day schedule, whatever, uh, dude, Dick Wiener live. I knew a, a Cynthia the, Wiener. On, on the first
0: floor. That's why I asked. I worked with a Cynthia Wiener. We just call her Wiener over oh. at uh, Contav back
1: in the day. That's not as funny as Dick Wiener. I know, but, but I'm, just, <laughs> I'm
2: curious if they're related. <laughs> they're related. I'm curious if the Wieners know each yo, other. The, know the Wieners know just, each other. Joe, just
1: call her up and be like, you know any dicks? <laughs> 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 She's going to be like, that's not a funny joke, Mitch. <laughs> no, she's going to laugh. With...
0: She's crazy. She'll dude. get you canceled. She would laugh. How long is the she Wiener family? she got get you canceled. Damn. You can't cancel this. You can't, can't I, cancel I, you, can't you said cancel. some shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> We're still in the air. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what is this, episode 102? Yeah, if yeah. you canceled what, me, you'd do me a favor. I'd probably
1: sell a bunch of shit mm. the next day. I'd probably make a bunch of money the next day. What
0: probably. would you sell? Not dude. your equipment. You're talking about you would sell like your uh, body on the... No,
1: dude. Honestly, more. the next day somebody would probably call us up and be like, Wow, I heard what you said and got cancelled for it. Would you want to build my mansion? <laughs> That's probably what would happen. <laughs> and I'm not even saying that like arrogantly or cocky or anything. That's just what happens to people Any
0: publicity cancel. is good publicity. It's
1: true. Like everybody everybody if you look at the stocks of the comp the publicly traded companies that were like, openly attacked. So like, what was the one? The Rice Company. Or not the Rice Company. Aunt Jemima, or one of them. Aunt, Aunt Jemima and Uncle, and uh, Uncle Ben's. Their stock, their stock, they were like, ah, oh, no. We're not changing. And their stock went down. And then they were like, we're changing. Their stock went down. And then they went, yeah, we're not changing. And then stock went back up.
2: Hmm. Oh, look at Goya. Goya
1: was the big one. Oh, uh, yeah. Uncle Ben's, they changed it. But Goya... They tried to cancel the CEO for something or other and he was just like, Give a fuck, dude. Yeah. They were like, you. just give a fuck, dude. We sell beans and we love and everybody loves our beans. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. And their stock went through the roof. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, Oh, we tried to cancel them. The, the beans are too powerful. <laughs> That's how it would be for us. Everything I can we, attest to that. Everything we do is in yeah, positivity. Hell yeah. Sometimes it comes out negative, but it's ultimately positive. Yeah. It's for the greater it's good. It's interesting. You have your license plates on your on your your car on your website that was blurred out
0: on the original. <laughs>
1: yeah, I need, to, I need to fix that. We're gonna find Mitch.
0: Don't worry, we won't show it. I need to update the pictures too. I just got a whole bunch of content.
1: You got to worry about it now, as a as a bachelor, Mitch. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, there's probably a whole bunch of women out there that are like plotting to put you in a in a cellar somewhere. I just
0: got called the most eligible bachelor in Newtown. Yeah. By who? Uh, a couple different people. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. Lock Town Magazine. Yeah, one of my b- <laughs> somebody likes somebody. One of my like wives.
1: One of my buddy's wives said that. Right. <laughs> Aye. Oh no, she called you. Oh.
0: Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> she, when she called you, she a called throb. me uh, a yeah, heartthrob.
1: No, yeah, she called you a heartthrob. A heartthrob. Um, Not just limited to Newtown. You're just. I wonder. You are a
0: just, yeah, countrywide, bro. Dude, she'll be there next week.
1: <laughs> Who? The girl that said that I'm not
0: gonna out her. Oh, she'll be at the. I know, I know who it is. Yeah, but we were not gonna out her.
1: Yeah, but, but you kinda. can. But we won't tell her you're gonna be there next week, and she definitely doesn't listen to this show. Yeah, okay. Because our demographic is 70. Who Who is gonna be there? There's gonna anybody I know. There's gonna be a decent amount of people, a there. Of people there. A lot of people there. Yeah. A lot of people there. A little slow trickle in today. I think we're almost up to 60. Damn, Damn way more than, Are than we like so the, the whole place? original thing. The original thing. I was like, oh yeah, we need enough for 40 people. Guaranteed. And Tom, uh, the the guy who owns the barbecue spot, was like, "Oh, are you sure you want to do that?" I'm like, "Run the card, dude. Like, That's we're, gonna get, man. we're gonna get, we're gonna get at least forty people at this thing. The first one we threw, we got."
0: Sorry, I, got I gotta you. learn how to operate these. No, you don't. No, you don't. It's up to us. You're back in the fight. All
1: right. <laughs> you're back in the fight.
2: <laughs> Patch them up. Yeah, I patched them
1: up. You're back. In. You're you're good, warrior. You're good. Um. Yeah, I don't even know where we're
0: going with that. Uh, oh, I w- Bachelor, I say, no, no, I wanted to say kudos, kudos to you for getting that freaking event together. This is, so this is number four. You've been building a little momentum. I think it's number three. Is it? Is it a lot of people from like the show? A lot yeah, of people you so know personally. First or? one.
1: The first one we just it um, was at the old shop with a uh, past business partner and like John was there. There was a bunch of people there. There was probably sixty people at that, that one. Uh, maybe fifty people um and it was cool. It we was just just in a warehouse. we were just drinking in a warehouse and it that one we kind of just invited just people on Instagram, people we just didn't people we just didn't like know personally yet, but like knew them from instagram. I guess there th- there was a lot of people there that we knew from past that also owned businesses that we just like hadn't connected with yet. And the goal was just to kind of get everybody together and, like, networking and get, like, a community going. And then the second one we had, well, last year we wanted to have a bunch of them. And then that just didn't Kobe happen to because town. yeah, we were kind of just, the one. we did have one, and it was invite only. And we didn't tell anybody where it was, and it was, like, you had to have a very f- bright flashlight to find the building. Mm. And <laughs> it was, like, kind of like that. But we probably had 30 people show up to that yeah. one. And we knew that one was going to be small. We, like, kept it that way. And then this one we knew it was just kind of like the – we kind of tried to do this one again. The reason it's happening in September is because we just never got around to planning it all the rest of the year. So we kept talking about having it, having it, having it. And then finally I was like, look, like, we need to have it before the holidays. And that was my deadline. I was like, I cannot have it in October. I want to have it outside because, like, I just like being outside. I'm I'm not a nervous person, but I hate being around, like, a large group of people. Um, it just makes me just like feel just like, I don't know. Small. Just like, I don't know. Just like, eh, it's not my thing. Anxious, like there's too so many yeah. people to talk to. Yeah, it's just to. not my thing. Yeah, it
0: it just not a, I feel disassociated. I mean, 60 is a lot of people, though. Yeah, I've, I've done
1: stuff. bigger. I've spoken in front of some large. So do you have version.
0: like a like a itinerary kind of? Absolutely like, not. No? It's
1: Beer and Wood. The <laughs> name of the event is exactly what it's about. The reason we called it Beer and Wood was because the goal was just to bring contractors together originally, and then it just expanded to all business owners. and it's just
0: going to be like what's the goal with this is it just supposed to be like just a casual get, just get like people to honestly like if you want I, to be like an actual
1: honestly it's just like i hate organized no offense to like your rotary club and i, all was, that I stuff. wanted to talk about this yeah actually. i don't fucking believe in in that level of networking i've been a part of it before i've been a part of great groups of that before like great examples of like bni or la tip or whatever that like you can get a lot of networking done um you know, I've been a member of like different country clubs, different, you know, s- athletic team, like different they things. They let you in a country club? Yeah. <laughs> believe, <laughs> it believe it or not. Yeah. A good pretty good one too. No, I'm not. I didn't even play golf when I got in there. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> um so like I I and the reasons for doing that obviously were like not to be like a country club guy, but like I wanted to do business with country club people. Yeah. You sure know what I'm saying? So like that was sense. so good good decisions like that and over the years i've learned that you know doing this like the podcast one-on-one like doing your one-on-ones and like networking groups and yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, you get more from like sitting down and having lunch with people every day and when i started living my life in a way where i literally was living in the city i'd broken up with my ex-girlfriend um i was eating out you know breakfast lunch and dinner i started like reaching out to people I didn't know because I was just kind of, like, coming out of that whole, like, you know, when you come out of a relationship, you're just like, I need to get out in the world, I'm sure. sure. I suppressed myself. Yep. So, like, you're just meeting people and meeting new people, and, like, in that year alone, I got so much shit done. And I was in architecture school, and I was, like, like in terms of, like, growing the business, I got a lot done. Other parts of my life were failing still. um And then, like, I, it just kind of clicked where I was like, damn, If I just went to lunch with a different person every day, I would get more contacts, like valuable contacts than I would from going to any of these fucking B&I meetings and stuff. So I just quit all of those groups. And then I I did that. Like we do a lot of that. We go to lunch. We'll meet up with people, grab breakfast, grab coffee. I'll just stop by other dudes' job sites and just hang out. And like I'm constantly just like, oh, what do you need? Trying to like just kind of connect the dots for people. Um, and the the beer and wood was like if we could be the center, like not to be the center for like the sense of like I'm the king of the castle, but like if we could create the center of all that you know, getting shit done energy, like something something good would come from that.
0: I like to call it. Not really sure facilitator. what facilitator after
1: that after that level, <clears throat> the intention just kind of drifts off. We're not really sure. it's it's very nebulous. Yeah. It's cloud like right. at that point. But the goal is to get people together. Um, that compete at similar levels. We were going to make the beer and wood like a very private type thing where like it was invite only. Maybe still do that eventually. But like I invited you, like I went out of my way to invite you. Yeah, it's out on Instagram. A lot of people saw that and shit. But people that aren't welcome at those events aren't going to come to those events. Sure. When you get in a room full of 60 people that are like own their own business, starting their own business, working their asses off to like make shit happen for their team, like, that energy like if you're not a part of that you just leave i've learned that like you don't need to tell people to leave like when you're trying to do stuff like that like they're just like ah this isn't for me so we realized we just leave it open invite everybody you know and then the the alternative to that which like that's my closed-minded thinking but like the alternative to that which is like gonna show how like i'm actively improving is like maybe somebody that currently doesn't think that way does come to one of those events. Like say you bring like Joe Schmo, right? Joe Wiener. And you show up with this dude and you're like, Hey, this, this kid, you know, kind of gets it, but he's a fucking idiot. Like he's, he's putting it together. Who knows? Let's say that kid comes here and just meets so-and-so. And it's just like so impressed or enamored by a certain individual or like so many individuals that are so close to their age. And they're like, Oh, wow that dude just put this together and he's only a little bit older than Mitch look how successful he's doing or like is there like a younger group ah no no there's not any limited age but I would say like like the oldest dude there will be 60 something and then the next closest person in age will probably be like 45 okay so like I know like a couple old carpenters respectfully old guys
0: is this like the anti this is gonna be like the anti-establishment BNI no, like yeah. no holds barred. Like, Fuck we don't B. like you, get out. No,
1: kinda, no, it's kinda it's kinda like more that, so just like I like, uh, I like real, I like we, we want to build a B& community. I. Nothing against BNI, nothing against BNI. We're not going to get sued, we're going to get sued. We're just saying, we got a lawyer just general, that was a just, got that him on standby, always. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, it just we're John's from a small town in Montana, very small. I believe, like, I've traveled enough and I've seen what small-town life is like all over the world to know that, like, when everybody in a place knows each other, like, it's very special in a way. Sometimes it can really suck and everybody talks shit and you got, like, you know, Mormons, you know, hooking up with each other's wives and stuff, but here and there, kinky, no judgment, bunch of wieners. But if you build the community and, like, the community's there to, like, help everybody... Like as long as you keep like filtering it every now and then, you know it'll it it just like exists to benefit everybody it's not it it is because I don't like b and i and' tip like the structure of those things, not necessarily those organizations in particular, just like structured networking. It's like I don't need someone to tell me how to do business, you don't need someone to tell you how to do business like you just need to make constant contact with me and keep me thinking about like oh mitch Black training like. I compete in jiu I go to the Knack. I fucking have a problem with one of the places I train at, right? So, like, it's just, like, w- what's to say, like, theoretically, like, you, like, next thing you know, like, you scoop up the business. Like, it's kind con- you got to have to be ready for, like, someone else to, like, fail at what they're doing for you to step in. Sure. People, people, Sure, like,
0: 100%, I, I am well. Oh. I just
1: had a conversation with somebody the other day that, like, kind of wants to start, like, a fitness-type business, right? Okay. And I, like, had, to, like, like, they're my friends, so I, like, I kind of, like, humbly checked them at a second. I was like, dude, like, if you think you're just going to start this fucking business and think everybody's just going to leave this other place and come and join your facility, you're wrong. I was like, you're wrong. Like, people that are even loyal to you aren't going to change. I was like, it takes a lot of energy to, like, go into the office, cancel your membership, like, go sign up at another place. People are very regimented in their ways. Like, you have to give a reason for someone to do business with you, or you have to sit there and wait until they're ready. There's the only two options.
0: And can you wait that? Because out,
1: everybody you know? spends in, everybody's spending the money. So, like, people are going to the gym in Newtown. Like people go to the gym in Newtown. And, and there's you,
0: lots of options.
1: Or you have a gym in your house, which Mitch is obviously exploiting. But, like, there's a lot of people right now that, like, the next house I move into, one of the requirements is, like, I live in a small condo right now. I'm very happy with it. But, like, I'm very starting to get to the point where I'm like, I'd like a little bit more space. Mm-hmm. One of the things I'd like a little bit more space for is a gym. Because I don't want to go to the gym anymore. So I know that, like, if I'm in this position, and I'm 33, right, you're just, like, kind of sitting there, like, a, like just waiting. You're like a spider under the sand.
0: You got my number. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know where to find me.
1: Put a sauna in that trailer, and I'm there, dude. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: I'll just put my sauna chair in there. <laughs> just plug it into his truck.
0: <laughs> dude, they make very small, compact saunas that are, like, two I by know. two.
1: Yeah, I have one. Yeah. It's not the same as like could totally the unit. I totally fit one in the trailer. The unit. Oh, you're talking about like a... We're building one for a like customer. They're like closet
0: size. Actually, my client has one yeah. in his closet. I
1: have like a chair one that like zips up to your head. You really? Look like the, you look like R2-D2. I,
0: I've <laughs> seen like the leg sleeves cool. and stuff like that. Is that kind of what you're talking about?
1: Yeah, it's kind of like that's infrared. If the if the leg sleeves are infrared. I want to get some of those leg sleeve things, the like ice ones. I
0: haven't done any research into that. It looks ridiculous, Someone, I bet it's awesome.
1: I only have... I haven't asked too many people about them, but I, I was talking to one person about them. I can't remember who, but they said they were good. Really expensive when they got them, yeah, which was probably when they first came out.
0: Dude, I haven't had a gym membership in a year and a half. I thought I would miss the knack terribly. You don't. No, no, I don't. I don't. I've never. I very much enjoyed respect my workouts more.
1: I very much respect Jim Worthington and the forty. You know or so years that he's like put into that place Uh, so much respect and and so much respect for him as like a business owner, but like, um, the knack is just like, it claims to be something that it is not like, it claims to be like this, like globally recognized, like fitness facility. And I'm like, dude, like you have ceiling tiles in the lobby that have never been installed because the roof's been leaking since like since i've been a member here like you like like you 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 have you like you didn't really finish the renovation that was supposed to be finished four years ago when i joined like there's a lot of stuff like that so it's like it's it hurts like to be like i i know that jim worked very hard on all this vision but somewhere along the way like his vision isn't getting communicated down the ranks or like he didn't, he maybe he doesn't, maybe there's not enough employees to like get the place up and running to the level he needs it to be. But like, it's kind of like, it's a slap in the face sometimes when they're like, Oh yeah, we're the best ever. And it's like, yeah, but like, could we, could we acknowledge the things like we're improving at here at least? Cause like, I don't know. It's like there, there's complete, like, I guess what I'm saying is like, there's areas the Nat could improve in. And rather than, like, acknowledge those areas and improvement, like, usually those suggestions and things are met with, like, just, like, aggressive discontentment for your, you know, you're like, being like, hey, could you improve this area over here a little bit by, you know, cleaning or something? And they're just, like, upset with you about it. It's kind of like, eh. You know, if you're going to claim to be the best, like, you have to be the best all the time. That's kind of, like, what I was like. I don't know if you have a hot take on that or even want to get uh, into it. Just a little bit. Um, if you want to jo- if you want to dodge around that completely, you can.
0: No, no. I mean, like I said, tons of respect for, for Jim. Um, I, I Built an incredible place, business. It, it's incredible. It really is. And it. Um, I, I haven't been there in two and a half years now. So I, last time I was there, they had just started all the renovations, right, pre-pandemic, and they continued them over the pandemic. So I don't know how far along they are and whatnot. But if anything were the issue, and not that I'm some expert – but I would say kind of what you said about I'm not sure if he's not communicating that vision down the line. I feel like there's a lot lost in communication, and if anything, there needs to be more focus on the inside as far as the the employees. I think they need to – I think a lot gets – just kind of slips between the cracks, and there's not enough focus on, like, developing a team and making sure we're all on the same page. And, and I think um, maybe they are taking steps – towards that i've I've heard a couple things recently but um i would say that that might be where they need to focus that makes
1: a lot of sense because i think maybe if like the the team or the crew or whatever felt a type of way about what they were doing or um that energy would kind of maybe communicate it into like the rest of the place but i don't know if there's anything I like i don't want to seem like just a whiner complainer because it is a it's a cool facility Um, like I'm hashtag blessed to like even, you know, be able to afford to go to a gym like that. Um, it's just kind of, it's just kind of, um, (laughs) it's like, it's frustrating to me when people are like walking around being like, Oh, we're so legit. And it's like, well, like, you know, it would be legit if somebody could receive some feedback and not get butt hurt about it. That'd be legit.
0: I think also something that I'm not necessarily
1: just knack about that. There's like a bunch of businesses that when you expe- especially restaurant businesses right now that are like so affected by like the wait staff shortage. It's, it's brutal. It's like some of the restaurants are like, hey, we're getting crushed here. because you got like I'm sorry we haven't gotten to you guys yet. We're getting crushed here tonight. We're short staff like and, and I'm like, oh, yeah, damn, sure. Like, whatever. Like, look at this fucking girl sweating her ass off, like running around at twice as many tables as she should be. But then there's, like, other places that are, like, completely, like, nothing's wrong here. Yeah, We're just going to treat you like shit and not acknowledge the fact that we're understaffed and we only have one dude in the kitchen. Everything's fine. So when you leave there, you're kind of like... fuck's their problem like why did i just get treated like shit for that expensive dinner when in reality there's something more going on like there could be only one dude in the kitchen cooking for the whole restaurant there could be you know maybe not enough servers like maybe they're covered like but instead of being like upfront honest with it be like hey look like we're experiencing this you know mild setback right here it's like you know make sure your food's delicious but like it's going to take a little bit more time tonight to come out whereas like the Nax approach is like, hey, we're still fucking awesome, no matter what, and it's like we've been awesome for this many years, no matter what, and it's like, okay, well, the one time that I got shocked by the towel dryer, and I like mildly was like, hey, is someone gonna look into this? And everybody was like, eh, and then that when really I happened, yeah, that fucking happened. I, I put, can. I literally just like came out of the pool, fucking early morning, put my towel in the towel dryer or my bathing suit in the towel zap, and i was like, I'm working construction. I've been shocked before. I ain't a bitch. This was a shock. It was a good one. So I went to the, I was like, yo, it's like somebody going to do something. Business? If I had a pacemaker, be done. Like, I'm not trying to, I'm like, and they instantly thought I was going to sue. Like when they actually, when I finally raised it up enough to be like, hey, look, like I actually left a comment on the Facebook page. So that's what happened.
2: Mm. And then instead of like,
1: and then instead of like responding to me, they called around to people that I knew to like vet me. And then they just, like, approached it a different way. So, like, and then they were, like, oh, okay, we're looking into this. And I'm, like, look, like, I just want someone to, like, hear that this happened and then act like you're doing something about it. Like, they completely were just, like, eh. Or, like, they get, like, the other day, like, they do the pool. Like, they clean the pool every year. Like, completely clean the inside pool. Like, a deep shock. A deep shock, right? So, the pool is now, it was, like, opened. It was a fucking... It was, like, green, like, that epoxy in that fucking thing right there. And they're, like, oh, it's safe to swim in. Made an email announcement everything. And, like, I'm, like, no fucking isn't. It's the water's not clear. It's it's far from it. Like, I want some, like, and there's people, like, we want transparency on this shit. Like, you got a bunch of chemicals in this shit, and none of you guys know how many of it. You can't get the water to get clear again. You fucked up the, now that, you know what that means? You got more chemicals in your water than you will got water. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i'm not a chemist
2: cool.
1: <laughs> you gotta see you know soluble solution to soluble mm-hmm. whatever the word is so it's like it's stuff like that it's like oh but then they'll put out an email or a facebook post about how they've been dominating and they're the the a global industry leader it's like get fucked you, you don't even have clear water in your swimming pool on the inside like how are you going to post something? like it's kind of like
2: uh,
1: you know
0: do you still have a membership there? Yeah, I have a membership there. You gotta there. be careful letting this shit air, man. I'm telling you, the, people have been kicked out for far less. What are they gonna far do? Less. Kick me I'm out? I'm just saying, well, they, they gonna kick mean, me if out? You still want your membership. If you don't care, then fuck it.
1: Honestly, I but don't care. People have been care. kicked They'd out be be for do, far less. And I wanted f- to say, I wanted to comment. I don't want to get kicked out, but I do want to feel like all the money that is being spent there and, like, is, what, like, I like, I want to be treated more than just a number. At sure. the end of the day. So if, like I, you're gonna kick me out for saying honest things than the way I
0: feel. Definitely drop the ball with that.
1: That's fine. Like if you want to kick me out, that's fine. We have a podcast, it gets tons of views. I'm not saying that's leverage or anything like that, but I'm just being an honest and open human being. Is I wanna this be a shot not a, right
2: now. This no,
1: is, but you're is, saying like no, I, I want like a pre defense lo- for no, 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 no. I'm just making sure I'm just, sure just you're saying covered, like it's not something that I'm look I'm not looking to engage in that capacity, but like You feel like a number there, and when people are like, oh, my God, this place is amazing. It's the childcare is amazing. It's like, okay, well, you know, whatever. You might have heard a story this summer about a kid drowning in a pool when none of the lifeguards were looking, and one of the waitresses pulled them out. Might have heard that story. I heard about that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, the fuck?
0: It's like
1: when I come in and I'm like, hey, why isn't the sauna working? And you're like, get fucked. Go figure it out. Like, the sauna doesn't work today. It's not going to work today. It's, we'll put a notice on the door. The sauna's in repair. You know why the sauna was broken? Nobody knew to f- go in the fucking breaker room and switch the breaker on. Mm. One morning, I was just sitting there. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, the sauna has, like, a high-powered unit in there. I'm like, it's probably goes it in an electrical room. Does anybody even, like, this light doesn't turn on anymore. It's like, did anybody switch the breaker on? And I asked one of the guys, I was like, Dude, where's the breaker room for the, for the sauna? He's like, oh, it's in here. I was like, would you mind flicking the switch on for the sauna? He's like, oh, yeah, no problem. Flicked it on. And the sauna was down for like fucking three weeks. Not a single person in the entire building thought to be like, oh, maybe
0: the fucking breaker's off. Okay, ready? I might have a solution to the entire problem.
1: Quit. No. Because no, honestly, no, 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 I've spent no, this I, much energy just complaining no. about the place. <laughs> no, like, I no, obviously no, no,
2: just No, but you've,
0: you brought me, you've like kind of refreshed <laughs> some some happenings in my mind, and I just kind of have like a little bit of Yeah, drop of like, knowledge. So, this goes back to what we said about developing that that. You know that uh, employee commute, that community. You know that 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 like mindedness, taking yeah. care of the, the inside. I'll, I'll tell you what. I don't usually like to say bad things about many people, but I know several incredible people that I used to work with that got asked to step up and fill a position. You know something that they didn't sign on for, they didn't get paid enough for, and and they. Yeah, You know, they came on and they did a stellar job to the best of their ability and they busted their butt above and beyond. And I'm talking like really stellar fucking people. And you want to know how they were paid? At the end of the season, they were told, you know, know, your position has been dissolved. And instead of putting them back in their original position, you know, giving back their old job, they're shit out of luck and they're canned out on the street like that. I snapped my fingers for anybody that couldn't hear that um and so that's their problem cuz i've hit, seen it i've seen it happen forever. multiple times and how are you gonna how are you gonna build loyalty have people that know what they're doing when they, but if know? i'm being, if
1: i'm a client and you're treating me like just a number and you're an employee and you're getting treated like just a number somebody's got a bunch of numbers in their hand you know what I'm saying? So well, it's just starts like,
0: though from the top down, right? And then you don't what, have the employees that care enough. So then how are you gonna have employees that can show the clients that they are cared for enough?
1: No, for sure. But what would what would stop say to, you know, individuals like ourselves from renting out a warehouse space around the corner from that, putting in like a sexy sauna, a nice fitness room, a nice like doing something very small, but like super high end, and then just slowly building it.
0: There's nothing stopping us, and um, a physical location has been a thought of mine for quite some time. I we'll talk got more often. I actually side. got asked, yeah, I got asked to do something with a, a close friend of mine. You know, they went out and did because their own, like, I'm
1: at, night fitness. I'm at the point now where it's just like if one person came in and put like just a classy place in, like an actual global type place, small but small has but like multiple nice people, like people at the desk, are like hey, blah blah blah, like, sure, like it, it's gonna be expensive to go there
0: but you're going to get but
1: real real treated really well. And that's why that's why it's when like I go out to eat and I get there. treated it, that's what it feels like. It got to corporate me.
0: But 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 that's the problem. It's like a trickle down effect. like But no I only ever p- hear
1: good things. I mean, you hear bad things about Jim, but you fuck that shit. You won't, but people that I know, that I know and trust that also know Jim Worthington typically say good things about him. Right? You hear tons of shit in the world. About different people. And you always fine. will. That's I have fine. I to say about The guy us. is building an heard. empire. He's sure. going to have people say not stuff about, about him. Like you know what I'm saying? Sure. Like I, I have plenty of people that don't like me. Same here. It is what it is. Yep. But it's just like when I watch that man on like a weekend. It hasn't happened in a while. But I used to watch him like walk around and there'd be a piece of paper on the ground and he'd like pick it up and like throw it up or he'd be wiping down the counters in the bathrooms like after they got finished building. on my! Like, and I like sat there one day and I was like, Yo, here's the owner of this place. But I don't really know, and I've like had good experiences and bad experiences. I'm formulating my opinion, but I see the owner of this place like really working hard. That I was impressed by that. And then what happened was like Corona happened. I left the gym just because I was like, I'm just gonna go train over here in the woods because Corona shut down. Like gyms might not come back. You know, what am I going to do? I'm just going to...
0: You were working out in the woods.
1: I was doing all kinds of weird shit. kick ass, bro. Just, just figuring it out. <laughs> I've been yeah.
0: loving my whole thing.
1: So then, like, when he... The reason I rejoined the Knack, and fucking this is the truth. So when they kick me out this time, the reason I rejoined the Knack was because Jim Worthing took a stand and opened the Knack when nobody else would open mm. the gym. I was I was. God honest to the truth. I'll be fully transparent about it. The Newtown, or the Doylestown YMCA is a bunch of they're very they're they're very rule-based organization and the rules don't make any god there so sense there's so many things you wanted to say i either. had people yeah i wanted to say some inappropriate shit there that would probably get you canceled it <laughs> wasn't exactly what i was trying to cl- it wasn't what i was clearly trying to communicate
0: but when you have there's a dude be so many edits at the end when of this. you have <laughs> a dude
1: come up to you and you're butt ass naked and he asks you about your mask
2: uh-huh.
1: and you sh- you barely get out of a conversation where you want to strangle this man you're like this isn't the gym for me and then Jim, opened, my wife was like, oh, Jim's reopening the NAC. He's taking a stand. He's telling, you know, the state to screw themselves. So I'm like, I have to support this movement. But now that I'm back, I'm like, I would be totally cool with everything if we just didn't act like it was this amazing facility. Great facility. Cool place. It's very big. They've got an indoor basketball court. They've got a cool indoor CrossFit. They, they've got cool things. But like they don't have like like there's n- the people there aren't like keeping me there and then like if I I like there's so many shit, there's so many things that I'd be like, hey, we could improve this right here, but I just don't ever say anything because I know how it's going to be treated. So I just walk around just being like, ah, eh, when I'm ready to leave this place, it's gonna be great.
0: You know what? It's a whole freaking conundrum. It's it's But I've not,
1: wasted so many people's times listening to this. Now.
0: Yeah, we can edit this as much as we want, but this was kind of good to get off your chest, right? I could tell there was a little bit of pent up. But me personally, funny. it's more on of top of everything thinking. we talked about too. Yeah. Um in the spirit of giving everyone a fair shake, right? Not that I'm defending or an advocate whatsoever. No, it, I have good and bad things I can say. You want to hear both sides. Yeah, there's there's but, my perspective, right? then there's but, what actually sure. happened. Sure. Well, yeah, and, and I don't know what actually happened. Or, you know, But but also, you know, pandemic, everyone's short on employees. That could be a contributing factor. They've undergone a ton of growth, too, also through a pandemic. So then, you know, you also are figuring out, like, a larger dynamic. it's yeah, but you that's know, not staffing. really
1: fair to say because, like, I joined four years ago in, in like the spring. And they told us like all this like construction and stuff was going to be done like that fall, like the new locker rooms Mm -hmm. and everything. And it was like, that was never the case. So like there was times like I get the, the pandemic thing and I get like, I definitely have sympathy for like, if they decided this week that they were going to change, it would be incredibly difficult for them to do because of the shortage of employees. Yeah. So that is like, will, will I, Will I put an asterisk next to this past year for them and say like hey like they probably made a lot of improvements but they still had a lot of things to come up against? Yes, yeah, certainly. For sure. For sure. Though like to be clear though, I don't really like I enjoy working out there. It's a great place to work out. Um I just don't like my own if if fundamentally black and white, I do not like when people like claim to be something they are not. Mm. So it's like when you're calling yourself a global leader, it's like a global leader of what? We've got a hole in the ceiling of the lobby where, like, the paint's melting off the wall from the drips of rain every time really? it rains. They literally just stick buckets under the ground, like the thing. I'm like, this is a great facility. You can't even get someone to fix the, the leak in the roof. So it's, like, stuff like that. It's kind of, yeah. like, it's humor. Most of the time, I just kind of, like, this is funny kind of thing. But sometimes it does it does, like... I get a little bit extra where I'm just a little you know, more passionate. Sure, than and had another
0: glass of whiskey.
1: Yeah, I mean maybe that <laughs> helps. Maybe that helps. You, know, you know. know
0: what? You know what's good is when other people do the bragging for you, and you don't have to do the bragging. And while we're on that topic, blackout training was voted Bucks County's best personal trainer <laughs> in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I've seen
1: your facilities. <laughs> I've walked through them.
0: <laughs> my facilities,
1: <laughs> dude. I just want to say, dude, thanks for coming on.
0: Yeah, give me. Yeah, you didn't give me. That. <laughs> my freaking pleasure bro it was yeah first I'm really time. proud I even more fun the second time
1: dude I'm really <laughs> proud with like the growth of your company over the last year like you should be too
0: I am man I gotta stop and slow down and smell the roses sometimes that's part of my new thing operating at your best you, you have to give yourself personal time if you're not you can't operate your best you can't give your best to your clients so that's one of my new focuses too making sure that I take care of myself so
1: alright well hopefully we get you in sooner than a year
0: yeah, you say the word, uh, man. Yeah. I wouldn't mind coming in. you know. And, and I I could get used to this. I kind of enjoy it to an extent, right? So yeah. it doesn't always have to be blackout training later either. If you need like somebody to talk a topic or well, Yeah, we could do that. You, just keep me in mind.
1: Do yeah. Thursday Thick. Just we canceled the mind. show, but we could bring it back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I even, did you cancel that? And then uh,
1: I think we're still doing it, just not calling it the Thursday Thick because it just got like old saying that. Okay. Thing. I just got, I told Gilmar one day, I was like, dude, I gotta say this anymore. It's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is I was like, I went too hard and I wanna get out of it now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe it should
0: be like the, the third Thursday thick, every third Thursday of the month.
1: Yeah. Three C's, three T's, and Mitch Black. Yeah, so if you enjoyed the show, definitely go give Mitch a follow. If you're in the area, he has no time for you. Until he <laughs> My hires My guys
0: do. They're incredible. I sang their praises. He's
1: got plenty of time for you. Just reach out to him through his Instagram, uh, Blackout Training. And that's black with two A's. Uh, and then you have the website, too. It's blackouttraining.com.
0: Yep, www.
1: www.blackouttraining.com. So subscribe to the show. Hopefully you enjoyed it and took something away. Subscribe uh, or follow us on TikTok and Instagram for, like, the clips and everything like that. You can share it with your friends um build the community so if you are coming out next week we'll see you tuesday if not uh you can listen to us i don't know whatever yeah we'll talk about it go to youtube listen to us all the time all right catch you later